Welcome to the Marketing Millennials, the No BS Marketing Podcast. I'm Daniel Murray, and join me for unfiltered conversations with the brains behind marketing's coolest companies. The one request I tell our guests, stories or it didn't happen. Get ready to turn the f*** up. TikTok doesn't really care about the interest targeting that you choose because ultimately TikTok's goal is to show relevant videos to people on the platform so that they stay longer on TikTok. So if you make videos that are relevant to a certain audience, they will scan the creatives and realize, okay, this would be a great video to show tennis people because it's related to tennis. So including those interest categories in your actual creative is the best way to ensure that that group of people is going to be served it. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marketing Island. This is going to be a sneak peek to what marketing land is going to be like in October in Austin, Texas. I hope everybody comes to marketing land. Um, it's going to be fun. But I want to give you a run of what the show is going to be like today. And then I'll bring on a, a special guest to give a little two two to three minutes talk and then i will talk to savannah but today we're going to talk first with savannah sanchez she's a tiktok strategist one of the best in the ads business we're going to talk about how to dominate black friday cyber cyber monday with your advertising on tiktok and then the next hour we'll talk with kyle lacy about how to plan for q4 how to plan your budget your campaigns your channels and then the last 30 minutes or so with Ari Murray, my wife, we're going to talk about how we started Marketing Millennials and Go to Millions and how we built a brand and we'll do a nice little Q&A session about that. Um, excited to bring Savannah to the stage. This is going to be awesome. Savannah is amazing. We're excited. What's up, Savannah? Hey, how's it going? I want to get kickstarted kick just to give everybody your background. How did you get into TikTok media buying? And then we'll get into the fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Savannah Sanchez. My business is The Social Savannah. I work with a number of the top e-commerce brands on their TikTok marketing strategies, helping them create the best ad creatives as well as advising them on the best media buying strategies for the platform. I started with media buying back in 2018, really focused on Facebook, Snapchat. But as those platforms got more saturated, I really got more interested in TikTok around 2020, 2021. And that's when it really took off. And so now I really try to focus on TikTok creative strategy and figuring out how to scale on on a new platform. TikTok is crushing right now. I want to and Savannah's leading the charge on, if you don't follow Savannah on Twitter, you're missing out, first of all. Um, but I want to get it into how TikTok has transformed digital advertising, especially for things like what we were talking about today, Black Friday, Saturday, Monday. Last year was really impressive on TikTok for my clients. We were almost at 50% of our advertising budget was on TikTok last year and then the rest on on Meta and Google. So it is taking up a really large portion now, and I'm expecting it to even surpass Meta for some of my clients this year for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I think one of the main advantages for advertising on TikTok, especially for BFCM, 
is the CPMs are still a lot cheaper than Facebook. On average, I see it about half. So especially during those key moments when CPMs really skyrocket on Meta, it's a great time to also be diversifying and spending some on TikTok. And then you can also just reach a brand new audience. I think especially the bigger brands that I work with have kind of saturated the meta audience and now want to reach new users that aren't on Facebook and Instagram, but are on TikTok and keep growing that way. So I really think that TikTok should be a part of any e-commerce brands media mix for Q4. When is the best time to get started? Even Because I think people think let's start TikTok when Black Friday and Cyber Monday starts or at the end of the year, but I know you've talked in the past that you need to warm up your account. You need to start like TikTok understand who your audience is. So I'm guessing you're going to say like you should be starting right now to start planning for Black Friday Cyber Monday. TikTok Pixel takes time to warm up. And something that I like to tell people that are new to TikTok is that it takes about a thousand add to carts on the Pixel for TikTok to understand who your customer is, who to serve the ads to. Ultimately, you want to be able to see it in the pixel enough so that there's a thousand purchase events recorded on the pixel. So you can do the math backwards of how much budget it's going to take with your CPA and the conversion rate to get to a thousand purchases on the TikTok pixel to really get things going. But at a minimum, you want to see at least a thousand ad to carts recorded on the pixel um, so that could take anywhere from a couple hundred dollars in ad spend to a couple thousand, just depending on your AOV and your conversion rates. So it's not something that I would say you should turn on the day before Black Friday. It's something you should be testing on a small budget now, even if it's just a couple hundred dollars a day, just to get the, p- the pixel seasoned. And that way, when those key moments come, TikTok has a better idea of who to serve the ads to. It's not just coming in blind because when you first start serving ads in the ad account, TikTok is going to be guessing who your customer is. It's really not going to refine the targeting until it gets enough data back to feed the machine learning algorithm. I want to also go into before I go into what these ads should look like. What are you seeing as like the media mix, how it's changed from like 2021 to 2022 to 2023 of like the split between face meta, TikTok, and other channels that you're using. In 2021, Facebook was definitely the dominant force. I think when the iOS 14.5 changes happened, that's when a lot of brands really got a wake-up call to diversify away from Meta because Meta performance really did take a nosedive for a lot of brands once those privacy changes took effect. And so even though all platforms were affected by iOS 14.5, TikTok included, I didn't see as big of a drop off on TikTok in terms of the number of recorded conversions and the effectiveness of the platform after iOS 14.5. So I think that was when a lot of brands decided, hey, like we need to not just rely on Meta. It's been great for so long, but there's other platforms with other algorithms and ways of serving ads to customers that are different than Meta that actually might be more effective. So the biggest problem for brands when they were trying to figure out TikTok is just getting the right creatives for the platform. They were trying to take what they were running on Meta and run it on TikTok. And of course, it doesn't work. You have to design stuff specific for TikTok that doesn't look like an ad and uses all the TikTok text and effects. I think brands are now really starting to understand what the TikTok creative language is. 
And that's why over the last year, maybe year and a half in particular, a lot of brands have been able to scale on TikTok and make it even 50% or more of their media mix because they've figured out that creative code. But I do think it has taken brands a couple of years to figure out how to speak to their customers on TikTok, which is completely different than trying to speak to your customers on Facebook or Instagram. What type of clients do you think TikTok is meant for? Like what type of um, AOV, what type of products work very well on TikTok? So probably not surprising, cheaper products work well on TikTok, impulse buys. For my clients that have an AOV of under $50, that's where we're really able to see a lot of scale on TikTok. A lot of TikTok shoppers are uh, deal searchers, impulse buyers, discount shoppers, however you want to describe them. Uh, they're always looking for a really great deal. So being the lower priced competitor usually does well on TikTok as opposed to like the highest value. Now, there's definitely exceptions to that, like higher end skincare that goes viral where you can show the effectiveness of the product. I've seen that work well, or higher end furniture. So there, there's so many brands that have been able to crack TikTok successfully that are under that typical under $50 AOV. But I will say it is way easier to see success on TikTok if you are a, a discount product or a cheaper product and you're targeting like that core demo, like 18 to 34 year old females. Like that's really the key demographic on TikTok right now. So people who are looking to prepare to go on TikTok or on TikTok already, what do you think is the ideal ad formats that they should start trying out at the beginning? And then what should they start testing, especially for like Black Friday, Cyber Monday? There's a few hooks that stand out that have worked really well this year that I'm going to continue to use for Black Friday. One that that stands out in my mind that's been really popular but still works really well is things TikTok made me buy or stuff I found on the internet that I can no longer live without. Two really great hooks that still work well. Uh, more gifting related. We're seeing stuff like... Um, like things I bought for my husband that he now loves or one product that has made my man smell really good or stuff you should know about, gifting edition. So trying to make those hooks where it's almost leaving people on a cliffhanger. You're not telling people what the product is, but you're trying to make them see what you're talking about. So what is that stuff you should know about gifting edition? Or, oh my gosh, I just found the best website to shop for gifts for your boyfriend and you're going to love it. And then talk about the website and the product and what it is, but not really doing the hard sell in the hook about what the product or service is. It's about how can we get people intrigued in that first three seconds so that they listen to the rest of the ad. So not giving away what the product is in that first three seconds is really key to capturing attention. What type of, like, are you using UGC? What are, who is the people and the advertisement that you're using to make sure the, the sounds is it voiceover is it um ugc what how are you thinking about that ugc is still king on tiktok and um, the way that i film ugc is i have a network of actresses and actors that i will give the scripts to and the shot lists everything shot on the iPhone. TikTok is still very lo-fi. You don't want to use studio shots for it. And then just looking like you're you're genuinely talking to the camera, giving a testimonial about your favorite product as if you're talking to a friend. 
And then what, what I'll do is with that raw footage, I pass it over to my team of editors to add the TikTok text over it, the overlays, the animations, and to piece it together into a, a fully edited ad of sorts. So that's been my process for making ads. You can definitely work with creators. There's a lot of creators on TikTok that specialize in UGC and I've done a lot of these type of brand deals where they'll even edit the ads for you. So that's another way that brands work with creators that are on TikTok so that the content ultimately looks organic to the platform and working with creators that have experience working with e-commerce brands. But personally, I'm I guess I, I take it to the next step because I I want the script, the shot list, uh, the storyboard to be fully fleshed out, approved by the client. We get exactly the shots we need, which is why I found the most success hiring actors and actresses to create UGC and then editing it ourselves versus sourcing influencers or creators to do the whole thing for you. So there's definitely different ways of going about it, but ultimately you want to work with someone, whether it's a creator or an agency like myself that makes TikTok ads that really understand the platform and the types of trends and text fonts and treatments that are specific to TikTok. Um, understanding the platform is really key to make sure that your ads don't look like ads, essentially. I think one of the biggest mistakes that I see marketers make is it's good to have good creators, but I think a lot of creators aren't mar marketers per se, so they don't understand that you need a hook and an ad, you need the for how to format an ad. So tell me what mistakes that you've learned about that, because I think that's one of the biggest things I've seen with UGC that you could get a great creator, unless they have like a big name, it's hard to win over an ad and don't have the scripts you're talking about. Definitely. I've made this mistake over the years. I used to work with creators and I would just send them the product. They would have a TikTok account so they would understand what TikTok trends are and the text formatting and basic editing. But I would just send them the product and a few value props and I would have them edit it and I would get the content back and I would always be disappointed. I'm like, well, that wasn't what I was picturing. Um, and it's to your point, a lot of creators are really great creators and creating organic content for TikTok is completely different than creating ad content. So just because someone is even going viral on TikTok for their organic content, it's completely different than having a hook, talking about the value props, being genuine in a testimonial type footage in front of the camera, having a strong call to action. It's a completely different ballgame. So when I'm working with creators, I'm not looking for advertising experts. I'm the marketing expert. I'm looking for really great, that's why I said actresses and actors, people that can talk to the camera in a genuine way as if they're talking to the friend about the product. And ultimately, who's the best person to do that is an actor that's trained in doing commercials. So it's a fine line of finding someone that can be genuine, but still knows how to deliver the right content. And the most important thing besides like the talking to the camera abilities is the lighting of the ads. So when I'm looking at creators on TikTok, I'm looking for creators that have really nice light, natural lighting in their house. I'm looking at other videos that they've posted, completely not ad related, even if it's just like a get ready with me video. And I want to see, is there like really bright natural lighting? Is their house super aesthetic? Do they understand how to get great shots? And those are the creators I want to work with. Because I'm like, hey, if you have really great lighting in your house and a really great setup, I know that if you put my product in there and you shoot some raw footage, 
that I'll be able to give that to my editors and put a voiceover in it and make it into a fully fleshed out ad. So moral of the story there is creators are definitely not marketers. I think creators can be really great at talking to the camera and filming really great shots with great lighting. And that's what I look for. But ultimately, you need a marketer behind the scenes that's going to be coming up with the shot list, the hook, what's the storyboard of the ad, the CTA. You're really, rarely going to find a creator that has that marketing brain. And if they do, they're probably going to cost like thousands of dollars for a post because they're that good. So I would recommend having someone internally that can focus on the marketing side, put all the pieces together, edit it all together, but then let the creators do what they do best in terms of filming the content and being the on-camera talent. One thing you said at the beginning is it's not good to copy paste Facebook ads to TikTok, but what is the strategy if you're making an ad and you want to repurpose that or say, I want to now run a, a good Facebook ad with the same, not the same value prop, the same type of the person in it, but meant for Facebook. So do you shoot two different ads or is there a way you can do one and clip it up for both? How do you do that for two different platforms? I'm all about saving time and saving money and being efficient. So I don't like creating two different ads for Facebook and TikTok. What I do is I design for TikTok first. So TikTok text treatments, TikTok overlays, and I'm taking that ad I designed for TikTok and putting it on Meta. And I'm seeing that work really well. Even though it's all TikTok styling, that works really well on Meta. It just doesn't work the other way around. If you're making something really polished in the studio, and usually Meta, we do see that more polished content can work well there. But if you try to translate that to TikTok, people are going to scroll away. They're going to instantly recognize it's an ad. So I just work the opposite way where I design for TikTok, Whatever I'm, I'm putting on TikTok, I also put it on Facebook, but thinking about designing for TikTok first. The, another question I had for you is, what are some, and I know you gave some hooks that you, you, you're thinking about for Black Friday, so I remember, what are some creative things that people could think about that aren't the same as everybody else doing ads on TikTok that will help them stand out in the next couple months? Yes, there's one in particular that's been working pretty well over the last few weeks that I'm doubling down on for the rest of the quarter. And I call it a fake podcast. Essentially, what we're doing is we're setting up a talent with a mic like this. Usually it's like a, an Amazon fake microphone. And we're setting up a fake podcast studio scenario where the creator is just saying like, like talking about the product, almost as if they're reading an ad script on a podcast, but just the fact that the ad is filmed like it is a podcast and that we're taking a clip from a podcast and using it as an ad, we're seeing that the watch time is a lot better. Uh, people like watching podcast clips. So really the only thing we're doing different was we're just having the talent in front of a microphone and putting like a fake podcast like on air sign behind us. And we're seeing those work really well. So we're setting up these like fake podcast studio scenarios. And it's surprisingly cost efficient. Like I said, I bought the microphone on Amazon. It was like a $10 fake one. And then we just in After Effects added like a sign above us that said on air. I have a couple examples of that on my website. If anyone wants to check it out, it's on the socialsavannah.com under ad examples. I've been posting a few of my fake podcast ones. And that one has worked really well. And something that 
I'm hoping doesn't take off too much where more brands keep copying it, even though I'm sharing it with you guys. But I'm hoping that one stays a top performer for a bit longer because that one's just been so much fun to do and isn't uber popular yet like things TikTok made me buy. I think it's hilarious too because I, I bet you some people are also looking for where that podcast is. Um, <laughs> as well as like, totally. where, where, where can I listen to that podcast when it's just a big podcast? That you're doing? So it's, that's hilarious. Because you see it all the time where there's an ad that I saw, I think it's for Viore, and it pops up on my feed all the time. And it's like, what's your favorite men's, like most comfortable men's pants that you wear? And then the guy, the podcast guest ends is like, oh, Viore, I wear it every single day. And like that ad is just like running on my feet all the time. And it actually is really convincing because every time I see it, I think it's a just a, a clip that I'm going to get entertainment from. And then I realized I'm listening to ads. So I think it's so smart. I need to look that one up. I'm going to check out Viore's ad library after this. I want to see yeah, what they did. It, <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's basically like the host talking to a guest that's popular and he's like, hey, like, What's your favorite men's pants? And he's like, the most comfortable pants ever is Fiori. And I'm like, and it's literally, I, I will attest Fiori is one of the most comfortable pants out there. I mean, if anybody wears Fiori, you can comment in the chat. Fiori is amazing. So you talked about a strong hook. What are the elements of a, a good ad? So it has to have a strong hook. What else does it need to be, become successful on TikTok? So the ad formats really don't differ that much. Like we'll change the hook, but really the format is a 30 second ad starting with a strong hook, three value props and a strong call to action. And it should all be under 30 seconds. I think that's something that a lot of people get wrong with TikTok is they try to say too much in the ad, but really it's about kind of just teasing your product, talking about the main three things and then saying to learn more, check it out on your website. I think people end up making these like 60 second ads on TikTok and people just aren't on TikTok to watch long form content. They're just swiping through as fast they can. So understanding that people are really only going to watch the first five or 10 seconds of your ad at most. So make it short, make it hard hitting, and then ultimately have people go to your website to learn more. You don't have to share every feature and benefit about your product. It should really just be the main thing that's going to tease them essentially to want to learn more. But don't try to overshare in your ad. It's just about capturing attention and intriguing them to go to the website. Savannah's just giving you a playbook on how to do on TikTok ads right now. Um, one question I had for you, and I think someone asked it in here, is like, what what are you using to edit these ads? Like, how do you make sure? And what are some tips for editing to make sure that the ad feels organic, natural to TikTok feed? I have a team of editors that work in Adobe Premiere and After Effects, and they're just editing geniuses, and they just import all the TikTok fonts, and they understand how to make really great TikTok ads because they've been working with me for years. So I have a really cool team of editors, but you don't have to have like professional editors to make really great TikTok ads. There is an app called CapCut, which is actually invented by ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, and they have all the TikTok fonts tons of animations, transitions. It really is everything you need to make a great TikTok ad. I've edited hundreds of ads in CapCut 
Um, my team members used to use CapCut all the time until we upgraded to get these editors and take that workload off of us. But for anyone starting out or has a low budget, CapCut is amazing. And it they also have a web or a desktop application now. So you don't even have to edit on your phone and your thumbs start hurting. You can pull it up on your computer and and do really great edits that way. You don't have to be a pro in these softwares. So I would just get started on CapCut, start playing around on there and get good at CapCut. There's so many amazing CapCut tutorials out there and it's a free software and it can really get you very far. And that's something that I would recommend wholeheartedly. One thing I wanted to also ask you is TikTok has an interesting way of targeting where like Facebook, you could say like, I want these ways, but how, how, how should people think about TikTok targeting and what's the best way to make sure your ad is seen by your target audience? The best way that, that I've seen advertisers on TikTok target their audience is when they create an ad set, they'll usually put a few interests in there. Like, let's just say I'm selling a beauty product like makeup. In, in the interest selection in the ad set, I'll put like beauty, hair products, like makeup, like really broad interest audiences that relate to your product. And these are going to be audiences of millions of people. So it is very broad with the targeting. And then what I also like to do when I'm setting up my ad sets is there's a little checkbox that you can select that says allow TikTok to expand beyond your interest targeting if TikTok thinks it can find someone at a lower cost CPA. So essentially you're saying, here's TikTok, here's an idea of who my customer is in a very broad sense. But if you find someone that's interested in computers that is also going to buy makeup, like don't don't let me tell you to stop showing my ad to them. Like you got you do what you're going to do. So essentially you're just giving TikTok a very broad idea, but then also giving them the reins of using their machine algorithm by pushing that little select box to expand the interest and behavioral targeting. And then over time, once the pixel gets seasoned, TikTok is going to learn with their machine algorithm which people are most likely to respond to your ads. Just like TikTok's algorithm knows exactly what type of content you want to look at organically, it works the same way on the ad side where it learns over time, okay, these are the type of people that are purchasing from this ad. I'm going to show this ad to similar types of people. So really relying off their robust machine learning it just takes some time and budget to get there to season the pixel one thing i'm also seeing very interesting i don't know if it's happening on tiktok that much but i'm like really into tennis lately and i'm getting a bunch of ads for products that aren't tennis but they'll like incorporate tennis on the the ad so they'll be like like strengthen your hair or like for the court or something like that and they don't have like a tennis thing and like so they're using like the interest of tennis and like an ad to pique my interest because i'm obviously just like hyping on tennis right now i don't want to do everything in tennis so it's like using both a beauty product in tennis or like a candle on tennis or like it's it's just interesting like trend i'm seeing it like taking higher interest and then like two interests and putting them together and making an ad created about it that I don't know if you've seen anything like that in TikTok or anything like that. I always say that your creative is your targeting. So if you do want to expand to another group of customers, maybe a subset of the entire group, like women 18 and 34, but you want to target the moms in there or the tennis uh, enthusiasts, 
incorporating it into your creative is the best way for the algorithm to get a hint of, oh, this advertiser would be a great fit for this interest, uh, in- including it as a text overlay, a voiceover, or the visual elements of showing a mom in there or, or playing tennis. That's how TikTok picks up, okay, I should serve this tennis people. TikTok doesn't really care about the interest targeting that you choose because ultimately TikTok's goal is to show relevant videos to people on the platform so that they stay longer on TikTok. So if you make videos that are relevant to a certain audience, they will scan the creatives and realize, okay, this would be a great video to show tennis people because it's related to tennis. So including those interest categories in your actual creative is the best way to ensure that that group of people is going to be served it. It's not by just selecting the tennis interest because TikTok will say, well, there's nothing in this video. It's related to tennis. Why should we show it to people that are interested in tennis? People that are interested in tennis might find this boring or not relevant. How do you prove to clients like the ROI of TikTok when you know that it's going to take a little bit of time to warm up the pixel and warm up? What do you tell clients about that to get started? Just having realistic expectations. Like I never tell clients like, oh, TikTok's going to be a slam dunk in month one because it's not. It's never been like that. I always just try to go back to my past experiences like, hey, I think it's going to take a couple months to get this running. Here are some things that we can look at as early indicators of success, like what's our cost per add to cart, what's our click-through rate, what's our CPA, what's our conversion rate, and just start looking at the metrics that we can optimize on to make things better. But knowing that nothing is a slam dunk overnight and that it does take a lot of creative testing uh, to find that winner. So coming in with realistic expectations, I think is number one. And you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of brands that have said, We've tried TikTok and it didn't work for us. And I'm like, well, what'd you do? And they're like, well, we tested like a few ads for a month and nothing works. And I'm like, well, it's because you tested a few ads for a month. <laughs> like, what'd you expect? And so I think a lot of brands now are coming around to the idea of it's not TikTok that's the problem. It's we haven't figured out TikTok yet. And knowing that's going to take budget and time to get there. Now, I think there's ultimately going to be a point where maybe it's you're six months in and you've tried so many creatives and lighting pages and stuff. And then you can really say, okay, we gave this a try, but maybe our our audience just isn't on TikTok. And then you can say, you know what? You gave it a solid effort. And that's what I'll tell clients too. I'm like, hey, I think if you work with me, that's your best chance of seeing success on TikTok. Like I'm going to set you up with the best creatives. With I'm going to tell you the best media buying strategies. So if this doesn't work, then yes, you can say that you gave TikTok a try and a full hearted try. So that's how I like to approach the conversation with clients. I love that because I feel like that's the same of 99% of chat marketing channels. It's a lot of people just don't give it a chance or they're not doing creative correctly. They're not doing copy correctly. They're not picking the right talent in the ads and not picking the right targeting, whatever they're doing. It's they're doing something wrong and they, they test it for two or three weeks and they say, oh, the same with like organic social. Yeah, I tried LinkedIn for like three weeks. I think seeing needs come in i'm just gonna quit doing it because i tried it uh, and, it and you asked how many times it posts and it's like yeah i posted two times a week you know, success. Yeah. i think it's a good lesson for all channels especially tiktok what are some brands that people can look at today that are just crushing it on tiktok or some of my clients but they are actually crushing it 
BlendJet is a client I've been working with for a few years. They sell portable blender. We've been making all their creatives. I'm sure you maybe have seen an ad from them because they are very popular on TikTok. I think they're absolutely crushing it. Again, AOV under $50. They're targeting the 18 to 34 female group. So they're right in the core demographic of what works well on TikTok. Another client that's working really well on TikTok is uh, Casely Phone Cases. I'm sure you've seen their ads everywhere. Uh, check out their organic profile to see how they're doing their ads and a type of content. So low AOV, <laughs> impulse buy, phone cases, blenders, uh, makeup works really well. So those are two in particular that I think are doing TikTok really well, um, a bit biasedly, but ones to check out for sure. I want to start asking you some questions that cool about from what the, the audience is saying. One question I have is um, TikTok really works well for some products on, uh, on B2C or D2C. Do you recommend or product B2B companies getting on TikTok to test out their their ads? I'm really not sure because I work only with e-commerce companies that are, are D2C. So there could be companies that are working really well like that, but it's just not something that I have experience with or that I've seen firsthand to be able to say, yes, it has worked. So Again, just test, I would say, and see if it, if it works, but also... There's a lot of things that you can carry over from what you're saying, like the wording that it doesn't have to be like what you bought your house, but like, oh, you can use like hooks that you would use for business or stuff like that. Like what is, what is the best product that did X, Y, and Z for your business or something? For sure. Another question I have for you is... Beyond fluff metrics like impressions using clicks, how do you specifically prove ROI while we TikTok ads that influencer for a client? How do you improve ad performance on TikTok? No, basically like how do you prove ROI on like TikTok ads ban influencer to a client beyond showing them like mm, the metrics impression views to click? Yeah. Well, of course you want to be able to track conversions with your pixel. So like your cost per purchase, cost per add to cart. Beyond that, I also like to set up a post-purchase survey for clients where at the end of anyone's purchase journey, they're surveyed. How did you hear about us? Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, magazine, whatever marketing channels you're on. And that's been a really great way that I've been able to prove the value of TikTok to clients is from those post-purchase survey results of as we're increasing our TikTok ad spend, we're getting more customers that we're surveying say they found out about us on TikTok. So that's a great secondary way beyond just the metrics and ads manager to prove the value of TikTok. Another question I have is someone's starting their own business and they don't have the budget to hire an expert yet. What is the first step a beginner should take in starting TikTok out? Well, at the expense of tooting my own horn, I do have a TikTok ads course on my website, which is at thesocialsavannah.com. I think it is the best resource to learn how to create high-performing TikTok ads. Of course, you can do your own research on YouTube and look at free tutorials as well and keep consuming great content like this from webinars and conferences to learn more. So that would be my advice for beginners looking to get started on TikTok ads. Another question is, what if my, my audience is very niche, like location-specific? Do you think TikTok ads make sense for them to do? Yeah, as long as it's like by city, 
that's something that you can definitely target in TikTok. I've done that for clients where we've just targeted a specific city or like a radius of like 25 miles around a certain area. So can definitely work for location-specific businesses. Someone asks, is, I, I think I know your answer, but if your target audience is not just a demographic of 18 to 25, would you recommend moving your ads funds to a different platform? I have seen success with older demographics on TikTok, especially older women. That's something that's been taking off recently. I'm just saying like when when people are like, what performs the best on TikTok? Well, it's the obvious. It's the impulse buys. It's 18 to 34. Doesn't mean that you can't find success on TikTok. It's just how much scale are you going to expect? If you're a brand that needs to be spending a million dollars a month on a channel and their audience is super niche, then you're, you're probably going to saturate that TikTok audience really fast and not be able to scale as much as you were as if you're targeting relatively broad and TikTok's main target. But if you're just trying to take a little slice and you're just trying to spend a couple hundred dollars a day and target a niche audience that's potentially older or at a niche interest, you can definitely find them on TikTok and you can see success there. You're just not going to see as much scale as you would with a broad, broad interest, essentially. How can trade-based companies capitalize on Black Friday, Cyber Monday on TikTok? I mean, if people who've ever wrote this question could clarify what trade-based can Maybe like service-based. Yeah, service-based. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about just being upfront with your offer, making it clear, front of your ad, straight to the point, strong call to action. So all the same principles apply as a DVC e-commerce company. Um, just making sure that offer is very clear in the ad and upfront in the first three seconds. I want to give Savannah one or two minutes to share with people that find her, what she's doing. I know her course is great because I've seen it and I've seen people rave about it. I know she's great at what she does. So I'll let her talk about what's going on in her world. Definitely. You can get in touch with me at my website, which is thesocialsavannah.com. I also post hundreds of ad examples on there if you want to get inspiration for what the top brands are doing on TikTok. I have my TikTok ads course on my website. I also have a UGC creator course on my website. Uh, One thing I did want to share with the audience is that I do have a TikTok coupon code. If you are new to TikTok and you've watched this speech and now you're ready to dive into TikTok, I have a code I think it's spend 500, get 500 in free ad credit, spend 1,000, get 1,000 in free ad credit, spend 1,500, you get 1,500 in free ad credits. I actually just got this code yesterday from TikTok. So I'm going to go find it in my email after the speech and post it in the chat so you can use that to sign up for TikTok and get the free ad credits. I just didn't have it prepared to share right now, but it's something that I remembered I had. So I'll post that in the chat after so you guys can take advantage of some of those free TikTok ad credits. Yeah, that would, that would crush it. You're just starting and want to test and you want to test 500 and get an extra double yeah. your ad spend. Doubling totally. spend is always a good, a good thing for no cost. Um, well, thanks, Savannah, for joining. This has been great. Everybody, um, go follow her on Twitter or X now. Um, go check out our website, of course. Um, this has been great. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to hear more great insights from marketing's coolest operators. If you haven't already, 
please consider subscribing to the Marketing Millennials podcast and giving it a five-star rating. It helps bring more marketers into our community.